The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I think HR has an opportunity this year to really prove out the return on investment that the organizations are making and have made in HR. And those organizations that might not have had a good story to tell or might not have had as powerful a story to tell in previous years are now going to have that story because we lived through 2020 and we saw organizations that had made the investments in in their people reaping benefits. Hey everybody, I'm Lori Rudiman. Welcome to a bonus episode of Punk Rock HR. My guest today is Susan Richards. She's the CEO and founder of Sapient Insights Group, and she describes herself as a people fixer. She talks with us about the state of HR today, what we've learned from the lessons of 2020, and what we can take with us into 2021 and beyond. Find out how advances in HR technology can help us counter employee burnout and the importance of focusing on well-being as part of the employee experience. March is International Women's Month, and I'm excited to feature badass women like Susan having real conversations about the world of work. So if you want to hear about the latest advancements in the world of HR, sit back and enjoy this bonus conversation with Susan Richards. Hey, Susan, welcome to the show. Hey, Lori, it's great to be here. Well, it's lovely to be here with you. New year, new you, all that excitement, all that energy, but maybe same old HR. I don't know. We're going to talk about that today. I'm super stoked to get into a discussion about human resources and the future of work. But before we do that, why don't you give everybody just a quick overview of who you are and what you're all about? I'm Susan. I've been in HR forever, it seems, so the last 25, 30 years. I have been around consulting forever and in the last year have changed up my whole business and I'm working in some new spaces, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and really trying to help HR professionals optimize and transform the way that they do business so that they're better business partners to the organization. So I think 2021 is going to be an amazingly different kind a year for those of us in HR. As 2020 wrapped up, what were some of the issues that HR professionals in the trenches were facing? What was top of mind for them? One of the things that we heard over and over and and continue to hear is that HR is in the spotlight like we've never been before. We've been asking for a seat at the table and trying to figure out how to really add value to what's happening in the business. And 2020 really gave us the opportunity and forced us into the center of everything that was happening in organizations. It was a challenging time, but it's also been really exciting to see HR professionals really step up and take that leadership role and 
have the answers that their business clients needed. I believe that. You know, one of the things that was on my own mind as a former HR leader at the end of the year was this concept of burnout. I mean, everybody's ready for this great reset. And I keep thinking if HR professionals are as burned out as I believe they are, I can't even imagine what the workforce is feeling. So now as we enter into 2021, I think burnout and resilience are two sides of the same coin. And in order to focus on resilience, which is where every corporation wants to go, we really have to address this issue of burnout. So tell me your thoughts on that. What are you hearing from your clients, from your friends, and what are some solutions that seem interesting to you? Burnout is real and everybody is tired. They've been exhausted. Some of the things that we're seeing organizations do now to freshen and launch the new year are really trying to understand how to engage their employees in a better way, utilizing all of the technology and the new practices that essentially and some of the innovations that have happened over the last year to respond to just a new way of working. I think the last year has really given us a different perspective on even the word human resources. I mean, we were so busy with processes and being compliance focused that we really took the human out of human resources. And I think that's coming back. I'm really excited about how that's going to show up in 2021. I don't disagree with you at all. I think there's a lot of opportunity, but I think, you know, back on the past 10 or 15 years, there have been all of these opportunities for HR to move the needle forward, and we always come up a little short for a lot of reasons, right? We don't have span of control. There's not executive buy-in, all the buzzwords, all the jargon. And when I think about this most, I think about Me Too and Black Lives Matter, because back in 2017, Me Too was this big thing, right? Carried us into 2018, and we thought, we're going to fix sexism. And boy, did we not fix sexism. <laughs> and now, in 2020, we had the emergence of Black Lives Matter. And I worry that diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging was so hot and so important in May, June, July, August, and then come 2021, I'm afraid it's going to fall by the wayside. So talk to me about the cyclical nature of HR and what the real opportunity is for DE&I. I think the, the thing that we need to focus on from an HR perspective and, and just from an overall organizational perspective is this is not going away. And we have to do a better job of embedding diversity, inclusion, and equity into everything that we're doing. It can't just be a program. It can't just be a training on unconscious bias. We really have to pull apart everything that we're doing from a people perspective and make sure that we're taking into consideration how we're impacting people in everything that we're doing. CEOs are signing up for diversity, inclusion, and equity in a way that they've never done. There are hundreds and thousands of organizations that are also doing that. And so we're not going to let it go away this time. Well, from your lips to God's ears, lady, I hope not. I also think that there's something unique about this time that people are putting dollars and resources into this movement in a way that we've never seen before. I'm also excited by something you mentioned at the beginning of the conversation, which is you think 2021 is a year of opportunity for HR professionals in a way that we've never had before. So would you mind expounding on that? Like, what are some of the stories? What are some of the themes that are emerging for 2021? And how do we make sure the HR profession is ready? I think HR has an opportunity this year to really prove out the return on investment that the organizations are making 
making and have made in HR. And those organizations that might not have had a good story to tell or might not have had as powerful a story to tell in previous years are now going to have that story because we lived through 2020 and we saw organizations that had made the investments in their people reaping benefits. So HR now has data to support the anecdotal things that we all knew and the intuitive things that we knew about the investments that we needed to make. I think you're also going to see HR be able to have more of a voice. And one of my goals is to help my HR partners be more proactive rather than being reactive. Those who were prepared in 2020 were able to move much faster and with a lot of agility and a lot of effectiveness. And I'd like to be able to share that and have more of my HR partners be able to do that in 2021. Hey, everybody, I'm Lori Rudiman, author of Betting on You, how to put yourself first and finally take control of your career. Dan Pink is a New York Times bestselling author. He says that betting on you is indispensable reading for anyone seeking to improve their professional selves and attain that elusive work-life balance. Jesse Itzler is an entrepreneur and also a best-selling author. He called Betting on You the ultimate insider guide that will inspire anyone to wake up, take that first step towards change, and finally have a thriving career that connects purpose and passion. You're not surviving a pandemic to live life like it's 2019. Want to fix your career? Pick up a copy of Betting on You today anywhere books are sold or head on over to Betting on You book. Com. Now remember, support your local bookstore or go to bettingonyoubook.com. One of the challenges that I consistently hear when I, well, when I used to go out into the field and talk to people and meet with people, those days are over, but you know, I'll catch up on Zoom with friends and former colleagues and they still consistently complain about a lack of technology investment in the HR space. Like everybody in the enterprise has money for, you know, upgraded software or processes or services, but HR, at least perception-wise, still lags behind. But yet I read all of these reports saying HR technology investment has never been as hot as it is right now. So what's the truth? What's perception and where's this technology space going? We have seen some prediction that HR technology spend is going to be down in 2021. However, we're also seeing and hearing our HR partners having put money in budgets for talent in particular. If I can't get anything else across, I really hope that our listeners will remember that there is a plethora of data out there now from what happened in 2020 to support the business case for making those technology investments. The organizations that had already done that and had proactively made changes in their technology platforms and had connected all of their HR and business applications fared much better in the downturn than those that were limping along with bailing wire and duct tape. You know, I think about all the ways that we could invest in HR technology. And for years, we had been playing lip service to wellness and well-being. But one of the things that has emerged beyond burnout in 2020 is this notion that people are just worn out and their well-being has just been affected, whether it's depression, anxiety, just crippling inability to manage our time. 
And I love that well-being is now converging with the employee experience into this interesting category. So when you think about employee well-being in 2021, what are you thinking about? We definitely saw employee assistance programs pop to the top of the categories in the HR technology survey. It came to the very top of importance around taking care of employees, even more so than your core benefits programs. It's the first time we've ever seen that. And when I think about wellness and well-being for employees going forward, it is the employee assistance programs, the EAP programs. It's also coaching and helping employees develop their skills and abilities so that we as employers can utilize that and hopefully help them be more fulfilled and improve our retention and reduce that attrition and that role hopping that has been so prevalent in the last 10 to 15 years. So I think there's a huge opportunity for us as HR practitioners to do a better job of that matching of what people are passionate about with what we need in our organizations. I'm so glad we're in this world together, this crazy world of HR technology. And I'm glad that you were a guest today. If people want to connect with you, where can they find you? They can find me at sapientinsights.com. Reach out anytime. I'm also on LinkedIn, Susan Richards and Twitter, uh, Sapient Insights. And um, call me, text me. We're happy to talk. Very 2021 of you, right? Always on, always Always available. I love it. Well, Susan, thanks again for being a guest today. Thanks so much, Lori. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show today. For more information, including show notes and links, you can head on over to punkrockhr.com. And if you like what you heard today, head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review. Now that's all for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Punk Rock HR.